B C A B C A B C A B C Welcome everyone to Uppy and the Stash. I'm your host Uppy. With me as always is the Stash. How are you doing tonight, Stash? I'm doing very well. How are you? I'm, I'm tired. Uppy is tired. <laughs> no, I'm doing, I'm, I'm doing all right. Um, for Tuesday, Tuesday evening, I'm doing great. I have with me um, this beer. It's called Dump Truck of the Gods. I think it's like a quad IPA. Like, um, the this is made by surprise, surprise, Dust Bowl Brewing in Turlock, California. Um, like I said, I think it's like a quad IPA. I think it's, I don't know, like 12% alcohol or something. It's it's a business transaction. Yeah. This beer, I don't, I've never heard anyone actually sit there and say this beer tastes good to them, but it's really strong. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's just, hey, I want to get drunk as fast as possible. So I will take my money, drink. I'll drink this, I'll get drunk as fast as possible and not enjoy myself along the way. Um, so I'm drinking it tonight. I don't find it in oh, cans very often. Dude, I found it in a can. I was like, hmm, I'm going to buy this. Cause well, if anybody deserves a good beer like that, it's you right now. <laughs> you've, been, you've, been, you've been quite a busy man, and I hope um, Dust Bowl Brewery is listening to us and sponsors us pretty oh, soon. Considering well, speaking of it, the consumption. Uh, <laughs> you well, know. We, we had some new news come out. Um, why don't you share with us what you're drinking and uh, – the other way in which people can get a hold of us now. Well, um, I'm drinking Coronas that is made out of White Plains, New York, and I don't think Corona's going to sponsor us. <laughs> so, but Corona, if you ever want to do sponsor our, our our podcast, I'd I'd love to sport your shirt, and um, I love the ice chest. Oh God, I'd love one of those ice chests. It'd be super cool. Yeah, um, uh, Corona. It's going to be summer here pretty soon. On the West Coast, it's going to be really hot where we live. Um, I've been waiting for it to get really hot for me to finally say I'm drinking a Corona tonight, but that day is going to come. I recently have gone through about 30 of your beers over the past weekend. Um, you will get mentioned. But, yeah, that ice chest looks really nice. It would look really good on this show. Yeah, well, speaking of weather, California, we're not quite getting the weather we would in May uh, that we've gotten – Probably last year or the year before. It's probably a little bit warmer last year than it is now. We've gotten a lot more rain and uh, colder weather this this time around. And um, although we are not complaining about it whatsoever. Speak for yourself. Because that minute it turns to 110. <laughs> I'm complaining about it. It's me. I should not have been in the hoodie and being able to see my own breath yesterday. <laughs> Right then, we are we'll be complaining about it. Don't get me wrong. I I want to start wearing my sandals and shorts and mm-hmm. my hats and you know that's I'm, that's what I'm looking right. forward to. I mean, little Uppy wanted to go outside today to play hide and seek, and she's two, so hiding hide and seek entails her telling you where to hide, and then she counts like <laughs> one, two, three, twelve. Ready now? Here I come, and then she goes straight to you. Um, yeah. But the second she wanted to go outside, it started raining. So we had to kicking and crying and screaming, bring her back in. And then we went outside eventually, and then it started raining again. <laughs> the poor thing. Just terrible luck. But. Yeah. It's always, yeah. <clears throat> I know. I um, 
I went out and found um, little stashes car that uh, battery operated, you know, four wheel drive mm-hmm. car outside, and and it rained. So, mm. yeah, I'll, I'll I'll have to blow dry that thing out <laughs> and see if no components or wires got any water. Right. In. I'm not the most electronically minded guy, but I guess I may have to try to make something work if something went bad in there. I'm sure to a degree it's made to be in the elements. To a degree, I mean, I'm sure it's okay. Oh, it's no submarine, thank (laughs) God, but, you know. (laughs) But still, you know, with toddlers, you never know. You just kind of got to let it, I don't know. You, you you always got to be one step ahead of the toddler because <laughs> you let your guard down for a second and, you know, there's that $300 bike you bought him out right. on the freaking lawn getting sprayed by the, you know, <laughs> you know the, it, six in the morning because you'd have the sprinklers on. So. <laughs> and you didn't bother to look outside after you were with them for an hour and there you are lubing the chain again. Yeah. That's life. Right. That's life with the toddler. Right. First world problems. First world West Coast problems. Yeah. You know, well, it's May, and I want the, to be summer already. Well, no, no, I don't, because um, I love the fact that I don't have to water my lawn as much right now. That really part has been nice, and I haven't really... Um, I, I can't remember the last time my AC truly did kick on. It's been a while. It's actually surprisingly been cool enough to run the heater, but I haven't been. So my electricity and gas bill this month should be actually really nice. I think I only had to run the AC like once and because it got kind of warm, like really fast. Mm. And I was working outside, you know, and I was like, I'm not going to try to cool down under the fan. Right. So cause like, today's like the know. 20th. Right? Today's the 21st. My birthday was two weeks ago. So my birthday was the 7th. Up until about my birthday, we have been having a nice month of like 80s, 70s. Then it seemed like right after my birthday happened, the bottom just dropped out. And it's been overcast, rain, wind, cold, Seattle weather. Yeah, Seattle and central Southern California. <laughs> <laughs> so just let everybody know, we just uh, released our, fir- our, our our podcast for the NFL season. Uh, part one and we hope you enjoyed that it was quite amusing to edit it <laughs> um you know our, our 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 staff here at the uppy and the stash show <laughs> enjoyed editing that and episode two of that you know part two of that ep- of that episode is um you know is probably just as fun to Edit as well. I'm probably gonna be a little bit better. I think, if I yeah. remember correctly. Yeah, it's hard to say. Yeah. I mean, well, we. By um, the time this one comes out, we'll have the other one done. Oh, I, oh, I hope be so. Funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I do know poor Brent and Liberty um, got so hammered after the second one that um, I don't think he's had alcohol since. It was it was that bad. Yeah, he's kind of like staying sober until he goes on vacation. I'm not sure when that is, but um, he texted me the next day. He's like, "Dude, this sucks." I was like, "Yeah, I hear you. I'm pretty rough." And I was I was fortunate enough that um, it was a weekend, so I could kind of like sleep it off a little bit. You know, your your toddler mm-hmm. gets up a little too early. You just get him going on a drink and a TV show. You can kind of like sleep in the chair. That's what I did. 
for, for about two hours. Yeah. 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 And without that, I would have, yeah. I would have been done for. You know, those days when I, when, you know, my days off, I'd, he comes into the bed and I just do the iPad thing. <laughs> See, but, but the key thing is that uh, he's a little bit older now. So um, as long as I leave his favorite snacks out, mm. he, he can go get them and he comes back into the bed. Mm. And a you know, in a water or or a juice or something, so he has that to, because he doesn't have a big appetite in the morning. Mm. So he's he's okay with a handful of Cheez-Its and an <laughs> apple juice. <laughs> Breakfast of I, I thought I had it made for when uh, little Uppy gets up too early. I just make her like lay in bed with me for like another half hour so I can get a little bit extra rest. But she has since learned that if it's just light enough outside that. It's morning. I don't have to go back in the bed. I'm just going to stay in the living room. So she forces me to get up, and it's like, screw you, child. <laughs> I finally thought I had you beat, and then you touche. Yeah, no, that'll change. It'll change when 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 uh, four comes around, and they're like, I can be lazy and uh, do this. All right, you know, no work. Okay, easy. <laughs> yeah, it'll change. But when they're two, everything is supposed to be fun. Uh, you know, moving, everybody it has to get up mm-hmm. and, you know, everything's me, me, me. Right. <laughs> uh, you can't blame them. It's been me, me, me their whole life. So, I mean. <laughs> kids, I, I, like I said, when that one morning when I woke up, when uh, little Stash was like, I don't know, was he like three months old? And and um, I was changing his diaper and getting his bottle ready and, and I was so tired. I said, you're just like a little vampire. <laughs> All you do is just suck the life out of me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like three in the morning, you know. Like, uh, I just felt my life leaving. Right. My body. My soul. Yeah, you know, you miss those days, but you don't. No, I don't miss. I don't miss the, all those other. No, I do. Like you said. Because I could eat and watch and do whatever I wanted, but now it's been it's been amazing. You you, a lot of good times, you know. Mm-hmm. I have someone to share my day with on my days off. It's nice, right? Because we're um, yeah. we're we're turning into joys of parenting too over here. Um, we actually we just got approved for like uh, childcare and preschool and stuff so we're we're awaiting a phone call to say that it's our turn on the list and uh little uppy's gonna start going to preschool or whatever here pretty soon and um i'm a little sad inside um i mean in the broad scheme of things um she she's turning three in a couple weeks so it's time but this past year mrs uppy um re-entered the workforce and it has allowed me to have my own one-on-one time with my daughter. So I've kind of been able to do my own like little relationship with her because mom was home all the time. Daddy was chopped to liver. And, <laughs> and um, yeah. so even when we're both home together, you know, she still prefers mom because mom is awesome and I don't blame her. I don't get you know offended by it. But so I finally have developed this relationship with her. Now I had to let her go, and it's like I'm gonna have my little buddy with me in the mornings, you know. <laughs> so it's a little sad, yeah, but it's good because yeah. she's been dying to go to school, and 
enter that world and make friends, make friends. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. it'll be good for her, but it, it goes back to this, um, the story I told in the joys of parenting episode where, um, she slept in the room with us for the first two months. And then we started putting her in her own crib at two months old. And I was a little hurt that she took to it so well, like, no, you're supposed to need me. It hurts me that you don't, yeah. but <laughs> it's like that all over again, just, you know, three years later. So it is what it is. Yeah. I had to let her yeah. go sometimes. Um, you got to, uh, well, I, I'd i say you got to, but I'm in the same boat because we we got off the wait list for ours. <clears> so <throat> in September is when uh, little Stash does his thing. And what am I going to do on those day that day well because it's two days out of the week get shit it's kind of nice though you know to think about i'm gonna have a little bit of time to do something but at the same time it's a little sad because i gotta get up in the morning with a purpose besides making him pancakes and (laughs) drinking coffee and you know being being a lazy bum maybe for like three hours now i actually got to get him up and get him going see i'm fortunate enough that i didn't have that problem um because I have two older ones I have to get up for with purpose for. But um, now it's like, all right, <laughs> she's going to school, have the house to myself during the day. I better get some shit done now, you know. All the things I've been ignoring because I've been letting having a toddler and infant be my excuse. Yeah. So, you know, you can't go up and do roof work, you know, when you're home alone with a two-year-old. So Yeah. yeah. Let me tell you, there's a lot of people that go, why can't you do that on your days off? I'm like, Hello. I got a toddler at home. Yeah, toddler at home is not my wife's days off either. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm like, I just can't go out there and just weed whack everything with when my toddler hangs out over there on the side. I, right. It doesn't work that way, <laughs> you know. It's 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 uh and and where I work they they're they're very um family oriented, so like when I tell them they they never ask for anything extra on my days mm-hmm. off because they know that I'm I am I am Mr. Dad. Yep. Those are <laughs> your days, days, you know. So, yeah, Absolutely. it doesn't work. Because so. it's all. But I will cry. I will cry when I when I walk through those little school doors. And I know it's not permanent. It's only a couple days. It's only a couple hours or so, you know, out the week, half a day. Yeah. But I think we're going to probably do three days a week I'm, when we start. And I'll cry with yeah, you, man. I might be crying at the same time as you because, you know, we might be going through it at the same time, so. Yeah, September is when we start. I, I I will cry because he's my little guy. I, well, yeah, we got approved for state preschool, which starts the same time that you know you'll be sending little stash when school starts up in like August, September. So but we also got approved for uh, like financial assistance for childcare too. So um, once we get that call, she'll be going to some sort of childcare facility, um, non-Christian oriented type place. Yeah. <clears throat> The only place that we could get uh, that was small classroom, only because it was small classroom, mm. was it was a Christian oriented. But it, it's because even even parents that are non Christian were trying to get their kids into this place because it was only twelve kids. A class. Oh, okay. And that's what they wanted, and that's what everybody wanted. At any other place around here, that's like twenty, thirty kids in a in a in a classroom. And we were like, no, we needed something small, mm-hmm. especially because it's going to be his first time out. And we don't want him to be overwhelmed with like, right. oh, my gosh, all these kids. 
It's funny how you think about their anxiety as well. You don't want them to be too overwhelmed. Right. You, I can see why that's so popular place. Right. You know, that matters because we toured a place on Thursday. Um, and we toured it because it was completely non-Christian. And uh, there was probably, I mean, there's plenty of parents that are helping out, but there was probably 20 to 30 kids. And you could just tell my daughter was, she was extra clingy that morning. Like normally, like if we take her to the park and there's yeah. like two kids there, she plays just fine. But apparently get around 20 kids and that's her, <laughs> that's her limit. And then as soon as yeah. we left, she's like, no, that's yeah. my school. It's like you hated every part of it. <laughs> <laughs> we we eventually said no because like literally even for three days a week they wanted like I don't know two hundred and forty bucks or some crap. We poor folk, we can't afford that. That's a lot of. Kids Plus, they want one hundred twenty five dollar annual enrollment fee, and the place wasn't that great. I mean, the toys were extremely dated, and you're paying you're paying for you're paying for the overhead of the administration is what you're paying for. That that hundred and twenty thousand um, dollar uh, a year. Principal is what's <laughs> eating up your costs, you know. So not 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 that not that thirty thousand dollar a year secretary. It's the hundred and twenty, hundred eighty thousand dollar you know PhD, um, what principal you know uh, no, director. Well, this wasn't at a operations. school. This wasn't related to a school. Was it? No. Um, but still, there's 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 some big wig up there who who's getting paid that amount of money plus benefits. Days off. So uh, that's where your hundred and twenty five dollar enrollment fee goes to. Well, she, you know, she, um, she was saying, she was explaining how it went to like that. She had a, she was able to justify where it went, but based on the looks of it, maybe it wasn't being spent very well. <laughs> yeah. Um. But we got some exciting news in the FP household beyond school and stuff uh so if you remember back when we first got Squadcast, we recorded a show um, about nfl free agency um we didn't put it to air but you know it was something for us to talk about just to get used to this software where we talked about um the browns hype being so real that we might actually go to cleveland dash will see a game and this week we made it official so we're excited. We're um, after a lot of talk and figuring things out. We're going to go week ten, uh, Cleveland versus Buffalo. Um, Brent and Liberty and Mrs. Liberty are going to go with us. She's a Bills fan. Um, he's a Steelers fan, but he's going to come along. And we're just totally excited. It's going to be a little cold, um, but not too too cold. Um, cold enough for us to survive or not die. I should That'd say. Right. And. Uh, Totally excited. We're going to go to Cleveland. We're going to go see a Browns game in, um, in Cleveland. It was kind of a lifelong dream for me. And, yeah, that's all I can say. I, I can't wrap my head around it. So, um, like, on Friday, we're going to fly to Erie, stay with the Liberties family, and spend all day Saturday there hanging out. We're going to meet the Idiotville guys I don't know. And it's going to be a badass time. Then we're going to go to the game. Then we're going to go immediately to the airport and fly home. <laughs> So nice. It's gonna sound like a good good day, good a uh, good couple of days for you guys yeah. out there. Long enough to get away from here. What, you know, I I I hope though by that time, uh, the Browns are doing exceptionally well, 
that when you show up, it's a, it's a, a good moment, you know? So, right. Um, that's, that's, that's my hope because, uh, I have quite a few of Brown players on my fantasy. <laughs> I'm not sure if this would be the year to have too many of them. Like, and I don't want to like ruin topics for the future. Cause we do have a guest that we've been in contact with who is in, interested, um, in being part of the football end of things. So I don't want to, mm. and I, I think he's interested in like coming on and like maybe talking fantasy and like he, he's a young kid. So that this is all he has to do with his life. So, um, Oh yeah. But yeah. I don't know. I'm thinking broad terms. Like if you're speaking fantasy and Browns players, I, I don't know that I'd want too many of the receivers cause there's only one football, but I think you definitely want Baker Mayfield and probably Nick Chubb. Chubb. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep Chubb. Uh, I, I'm going to, I will most likely keep him because, uh, towards after uh, week six, he was the guy, he was my guy to go to because all my other guys got hurt. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they were older by that time as well. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. I'll, I'll definitely keep him. I got a couple other people that I'm thinking oh, about. We'll save that. We'll save that for another episode. You know? Yeah. And, and the one idea we had that I think we're definitely going to do. And I'm um, not sure if we said it before. They can't keep up with anything we've ever said, especially since we drank all the time. Um, <laughs> we're going to have our own Uppy in the Stash Fantasy Football League. That, uh, the Stash and I are going to run. We're going to hopefully have some guests on, like mm-hmm. our friends from Idiotville. Then our our um, our other friend who will hopefully be joining us to do the football end this fall. And what whatever listening fans we have that want to join and we'll probably make a special t-shirt or something for the winner we'll send to you free of charge we'll have our logo maybe on the front and on the back we'll say fantasy football champion 2019 or some some cheesy or whatever but those those are our long-term goals is to have a fantasy football league and then the winner gets like a free t-shirt yeah yeah if you live close enough you can free t-shirt maybe party nice. with us too or something i don't know yeah, um, it'll probably be like a white thin T-shirt. So have you ever like doused in water, and like does like a two for one? You can do like a wet T-shirt contest and still wear a T-shirt at the same time. It's kind of like a double promo. It'll be cool. Where's the winners? Like Carl like from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Do you really want to see that? Again, it's a double promo. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't want to see a good set of man boobs in a white T-shirt contest? No wet T-shirt contest. <laughs> Well, as long as it has a our logo be, on it, then uh, yeah, it has yeah. Hey, any promotion is good promotion. Yeah, speaking of which, I, I should probably too. get our new summer rebrand out there. We have a special, oh, yeah. but I haven't Folks, really been feeling like summer lately. So I was like, we need our summer weather so I can do the special summer logo. Summer's coming. It's like it's like uh, Game of Thrones. Summer's coming. Oh man, I am so glad that I don't have to hear about that ever again. I watched Game of Thrones from the beginning all the way to the end. Not not um, when it first came out. I did the whole um, Netflix and chill thing. You know, I I caught up quite a bit. Uh, it was good, but these last two, I don't know. I say last two seasons were kind of weird. But it was a good show. It was it was a lot. It was far better than the criticism of the shows of the entire show that I heard of. Uh, it was far better than what the criticism said. Um, a lot of people were saying, "Oh, it's too much sex. It's too much violence. It's too much of this." Mm, 
Not really. There's a lot of good character arcs in there, um, uh, character developments. and But the last two episodes, the last two seasons, I should say, <clears throat> felt rushed, uh, you know, try to get to the point. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I felt um, it was a great, it was a great show. They're, the Two of the characters I really loved mm-hmm. and everybody else I couldn't really care for. The only thing I didn't like at the end was that although someone betrayed their queen, quit their job and still got a promotion. <laughs> Sounded like politics. Right. <laughs> you know, they failed, quit, and still got a promotion. And I'm like, what the hell? It's like you the know? Lane Kiffin like of uh, the fantasy novel there. Lane Kiffin always seemed to fail forward somehow. But yeah. Yeah. Politics and, and some sports teams, you can always fail. See, forward. I, I just always, you know? uh, I obviously didn't watch the show. I, didn't even really know much about it, but all of a sudden, like, everyone went nuts about it this year or recently because you know, I think it was only, what, six episodes for the final season. And um, I don't know. Like, it's been well established. I'm a Browns fan, so I, you know, one of the podcasts I listen to is Cleveland Browns Daily, which is a daily yeah. radio show done at the headquarters. And every Monday they would have their, you know, they bring one of the, I think the Browns Center would come in and they would recap Sunday's Game of Thrones episode. So I couldn't even like enjoy sports without being able to escape Game of Thrones. So now that's done, now that seemingly half of the Game of Thrones world has been greatly disappointed, I'm happy to not really have to hear about it anymore. No offense to you. Well, the show. It's um, just not my thing. No, there's, there, there, there's also a prediction. Anything like that. It's just not my world. There's also a prediction that um, because Game of Thrones have ended, um, the there'll be a baby boom. Uh, there'll be quite a few births that'll happen in nine months from now, you know, uh, because people are no longer being engrossed in the idea or in watching of the show. Um, so thank you, Game of Thrones, for sequestering our population count. Um, for a number of years, uh, now we can go back to do what we were doing before. Thanks. <laughs> I guess. Right. <laughs> I'm not downing. You said that, and I all like you started talking about babies, and I was like, oh, it made me think of Super Bowl babies, yeah. where um, generally nine months after the yeah. team wins the Super Bowl, awesome. That city has a large uptake. A high birth. birth rate. Yeah. I was like, oh well, hey, yeah. you know what? I can almost guarantee you in November of twenty. 20, nine months after the Browns win the Super Bowl, yeah. there might be a little Baker Uppy joining them. I, yeah. I kid. I right. kid. They're, but, they're... No. I, yeah. Not that we've had the discussion of having more children. Um, I threw out the name Baker recently, and I got instantly vetoed. So Yeah, well, yeah, I threw out the I, I threw out the name both Phillips and Rivers, and that didn't work either. So. <laughs> <laughs> How about Philip? No. Rivers, How about Rivers? No. Nope. Uh, no, not even River. River Not even River. Not even River took. River. Yeah, River would have been cool. Um, it's out there, well, but not because. Like out there, uh, there, you know? Well, 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 because remember, remember, um, um, Joaquin Phoenix's brother, mm-hmm. is named River. So, <clears throat> I tried to go that angle. That didn't work. Did you try the Weezer angle too? No, I uh, I gave up after I heard no once. <laughs> Persistent, <laughs> you know. So, I wouldn't yeah, have a life yeah, without yeah. persistence. I don't know how you went over Mrs. Dash. Well, but. well, well, well. First of all, we 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 thought we were having a girl mm. for the longest time. So, 
<laughs> so there's there was, there was about what a, would the girl name have been? Oh, there a, was. Or, um, or should you maybe keep your mouth shut in case the next one is a girl? I'm gonna because our top one is still my f- most favorite, mm-hmm. and I still will push for it. I am not gonna say. Okay. It. And 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 it, and it's a name that I I was so mad because all of a sudden stupid famous people wanted to give their kids this name. And I was like, I had that fucking name before you did like way before they did. And all of a sudden they wanted to give their famous, their famous baby names. And I'm like, there's not nothing famous about that. Oh, shit. I had so that North, you're going to go with North, huh? But no, <laughs> fuck that name. I don't even want to say it because I don't want to say it because I, I want to curse myself to the gods out here that I, I will say it. And all of a sudden fucking, who knows? Well, what happened with us? Like our, our daughter's name was not a popular name when we thought of it, but we thought of it like three years before we had her. And then by in that three years time from the time that we thought agreed to it to the time that she came to be, it became wildly popular. So it seemed like we weren't the trendsetters. We were just the followers, but we were in love with the name. So we kept with it. Um, but here, funny story. So um, I will I, I will go on record to say what um, we would have named a boy because I'm um, – so how it worked out is I picked the first name of the boy and the middle name of the girl and vice versa for Mrs. Eppie. She did first name girl, middle name boy in case. It, it just how it worked out. But, I mean, either both names, first name, middle, were agreed to by the other party. But, you know, so funny enough – um, the first name for boy was Axel. She really yeah. liked that name, you know. Not a Guns N' Roses fan, but I, just, I, I like the name. Rock star um, man, I like. And it. sure enough, my daughter's middle name is Rose. And I thought Rose was a pretty middle name, and so it just so happened the name I picked out. If you were to combine them two, was Axel Rose. But <laughs> I'm not a Guns N' Roses fan, but. <laughs> That's that's. So it, 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 I finally realized it a couple years later. I was like, oh, I picked out the name Axel Rose. I don't know how that happened, <laughs> but yeah. There you go. Well, at least you didn't do the whole Wolverine thing and name her Logan. Mm. You know, yeah. I know a lot of. I know a lot of. Well, you know, I knew several parents who named their little girls Logan. Oh. So, so I was like, ah, okay. But, you know, that's famously a, a male name. Mm-hmm. Of a very aggressive male person, a character. <laughs> <laughs> nope, they like Logan. Logan was their thing, and I'm like, why did you have to do that? You know, now it's gonna catch on to, on that stupid Huffington Post fifty fifty most famous baby names or top pick baby names, you know, and Logan's gonna be the girl, and you're like, Ugh. Well, one thing I got great enjoyment out of uh, last week was that penultimate episode of Game of Thrones where, I guess, someone who hasn't normally been mean, like, killed off an entire city or something. And it was someone that, I, I don't know the character's name. I don't know any of their names except for Arya. I guess Arya is one of them. And uh, that character, like, went bad and, like, burnt the whole city down or something. And then, like, I see the headlines on the, the next day saying... Mm-hmm. All these parents who named their child after this person suddenly regrets it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, they named her name Danny or Daenerys. Yeah. 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 yeah well, there's a lot of, there's a lot of like, um, articles I was reading, even one on the intercept that said, you know, um, 
people were um, surprised on on her actions, but like we are becoming so desensitized to these things. Like we need to become much more crueler mm-hmm. and much more violent and much more um, death oriented for us to like get our kicks mm-hmm. now. You know, like it's it's desensitized us that for some of us it was like me, and for other people they're like, how can all this happen? Right. I was more in the me because. It's a suspension of disbelief, mm-hmm. you know that. That's what shows and movies mm-hmm. are. Um, it's it's not supposed to be real. Um, dragons don't exist, and dragons don't go killing people, right? <laughs> but I can see how now in this time of war and you know this saber rattling with Iran and our time in Iraq and Afghanistan mm-hmm. that. And 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 the known tragedies that 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 our U.S. military and government have committed, people can feel like, God, how can we keep watching this, knowing that we just bombed a bunch of little, our bombs bunch some, you know, bombed our bombs destroyed a bus in Yemen of little kids, mm. you know, and and I can see how they can have kind of like that jarring effect of like, oh shit, like. This this feels like desensitizing, but I wasn't surprised. I wasn't surprised when it happened. I thought it was a, a little wild that they went um, that extreme, but eh, it happens. It's a suspension of disbelief, mm-hmm. guys. Oh, and on top of that, there was a huge protest, online protest, not any real form of protest, about how that's how that. Uh, episode happened that they were writing to the to the dire- uh, producers and directors to reshoot that episode <laughs> so that uh, you that. know you know be- <laughs> yeah because they felt they, they it was kind of a betrayal but yet you know here's Alabama and you know doing this six week abortion ban and um you know us you know the US military drones mm. drone killing you know actual people that don't have any thing to do with terrorism or you know so speaking of it's like shit why don't you write your congressman right <laughs> get something do something useful uh speaking of tv mm-hmm. so um so we have direct tv at our house we do have hbo like we watched john oliver and bill maher and stuff but so once you've like paused our tv for it's been paused for longer than an hour and a half like the tv starts back up and uh friends is on and i'm not a huge friends fan but paul rudd is on tv did you know paul rudd was on Friends back in like the nineties. Well, I'm gonna no. complain. That fucker has not aged one bit. Like Friends was like 20 years ago, and he like pretty much looks the same now. Like he's been very blessed. That's all I have to say about that. You drink. That's why I'm gonna drink water. Right. Like he doesn't do drugs or drink like the rest. <laughs> like what the hell's wrong with him? No, maybe he does do drugs. We just don't know about it. He's just doing the drugs that, that you know, they're they're the fountain of youth. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I want to get it out of that because I, I felt that way about Paul Paul Rudd for so long. I was like, the guy's awesome. He's funny. He's lovable. And he never seems to age. That's what, what, that's what high-end cocaine does to you, you know. You do Peruvian cocaine. That, you get to, like, the fountain of youth and you do L.A. Street crack cocaine. So, what do we have to do to get that basic, uh, um, what, what do they call it, where you just get the money just for existing, the universal basic income? Yeah. How do we yeah. get that? So I can, you know, start just blowing it on that Peruvian cocaine you're so, talking about. 
well, you know, universal basic income um, equals uh, the three B's of life. Um, it's going to probably be uh, booze, uh, broads, and blow. <laughs> and so that's what's what it'll come down to for, for, for many of us <laughs> who don't have a family um, and don't have much going on in their life. <laughs> But 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 think of it this way, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we'll be supporting an economy. Um, our money goes into that, and then you know they got to buy groceries. Broad's got to buy groceries, and so they'll buy groceries, yeah. and you know it kind of goes. It's a cycle of things, you know. Um, even the pusher that selling the blow and um, supporting an industry of beer, right? So it's it just goes right back into the economy again. And so don't don't think of it as a waste. Thing as supporting the market that right. exists or creating new markets. Just remember, we, we need to look at it as our, our um, the judgment of our society should be based on how well we can do for raising the floor of our society, not raising the ceiling. So if we support the bottom, it'll raise the top. Sometimes the people at the bottom have to do sketchy things because they're at the bottom. And maybe if we have to get away from that, they won't be at the bottom anymore. Right, that's what I'm saying, and and just so everybody knows, I I I mean, broads in a joking term. Don't 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 think that it was any way of a disrespect. It, it was a joke that I've heard one day when they said, "Where are you going to spend your money?" Someone said, "You know, booze, blows, and broads." I don't think you have to. So. Well, I guess you do have to apologize, yet because we've been introduced <laughs> to the Idiotville listenership, so we we might have listeners now. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was I, I your don't want to. Just know I meant it that way, and if your feelings are hurt, email me. Right. Oh yeah. We'll speaking of which, out. yeah, you can also email us. We are at Uppy and Uppy in the Stash Podcast or Uppy Stash. Po- I think it's Uppy Stash Podcast at Gmail dot com. You can email us, and if that's not good enough, you can go to the Uppy and the Stash Podcast Facebook page. And what's our Twitter handle again? Yes, Wait, you, need help? yes you can. Um, 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 actually here. Um, so we'll do a quick plug. If you have, uh, any questions or concern, you could, uh, email us at uppy stash podcast at Gmail. That's, uh, uppy stash podcast. All right. Um, and then if you want to reach us on Twitter, our handle's really cool. I worked really hard to get. You did a good job, uh, by the way. I may have to, I, I may have to bribe a few officials, but do a few uh, favors you're not proud of. Um, well, that's what happens. <laughs> you got the judgment. Um, you I'm can, no judgment. Yeah, well, yeah, I, we don't judge on this show. You got to do what you got to do. All right. Life's life. We live in a capitalistic world. Uh, so we are at, at the at sign, Uppy and Stash. That's U-P-P-Y-N-S-T-A-C-H-E. So Uppy and Stash. Uh, hit us up. And uh, we'll talk to your concerns about the words broad. Yeah, and also, and also, if you don't have concerns with that, even if you do, do us a huge solid. Start hitting up Corona and start hitting up Dust Bowl Brewing uh, for some sponsorships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'd really like that. Uh, we'll definitely plug your name. Yeah, we'll plug you. Don't worry. Every Margarita. single show we, we start get hitting up. up Patron too. We need more tequila in my house. Forty bucks a bottle, or or whiskey. Yeah, Jameson, what's up? If you want to come sponsor us, Jameson, shoot, I may even do Jack Daniels. I'll lower my standards. Bring it on. I'll, I'll do. I'll, I'll support you as well. Okay. Well, since we're asking, let's for, take a quick break. Can, can I ask for one more thing? Since we're asking for unrealistic stuff, yeah. Um, um, Cleveland Browns Professional Football Club. 
however your LLC works out. Um, we are flying out there to come see a game at your stadium. I don't want better tickets. We're front row, and I'm happy about that. But if you want to upgrade our Delta seats to first class, um, let us know because I'm going to yeah, fly first Delta. class. And I, I will just believe me when we get back, uh, that whole upping the stash show the next week is going to be profusely talking about what a great time we had. So don't let me down. But like Stash started to say, it'll be a lot of fun. Like Stash started to say, we do need to take a break, so we're gonna take a brief break and then uh, enjoy whatever music Stash throws in there, and uh, we'll see you on the other side. everybody to the Uppy and Stash show. I hope you enjoyed that quick little break and that great musical uh, accompaniment that I picked out for you today. Um, today we're going to focus on, on the last half of the show is, of course, uh, things that happen on social media, national news, state news, local news, things that just make us think. Um Maybe some arguments but that we've gone, gotten in. And um, Uppy brought up a good point about getting involved in Facebook arguments on the Second Amendment. And um, I'll let him kind of take it from oh, there. Oh, we're, we're going to... Um, you know, the fun part about read, this... Read that one that the guy said. Yeah, read that one that the guy that you got involved uh, with. It wasn't one. that good of one. Um, you know, I'm for being liberal, I'm actually fairly pro-gun, given my roots. But... I do believe there's a lot of things that we as a society could do to protect your rights to own one, but also maybe make it more difficult for bad people to get guns. But yeah, I, I made the mistake. I, I well, I'm not gonna say I made the mistake. I did it on purpose. Uh, I posted a thing on Facebook because I'm not above. I'm not intelligent enough to just avoid fighting to begin with. I, I still like instigating, but I've less energy these days for purposely going out and finding things to argue about. That has uh, become very draining on me. But I, I posted something that basically said um, it, it, it wasn't something, I, it wasn't original content for me. I just shared it. And it said, uh, when there's a school shooting, Republicans say we should arm all the teachers. Now, there's been a mosque shooting, so I'm sure they'll say we need to arm all the Muslims. The basic point of it is, you know, pointing out a small glitch in logic. It, it, I mean, it wasn't meant. It wasn't meant to be taken literally. That's not the point of all this. Um, but I have one Facebook friend who, whose only argument was to take it extremely literally. They focused on the word all. And um, 
You know, it's just typical, typical conservative who just, just, you know, this is why I stopped arguing with people because I was, you know, going back to something Stash said recently um, at one, on one of our shows, we are all entitled to our own opinions, but we're not entitled to our own facts. And I had no problems engaging with discussion with people when it came down to facts. I, I believe at the end of the day, facts are facts, regardless, you know. Um, yeah. But I got to learn, I got to learning that the, the Donald Trump conservative types still believe that they can have their own facts. They confuse opinions with facts, and they think how their opinion is fact, and they believe that their fact is right. And that's why I stopped fighting with them so much is because the actual fact is the actual fact, regardless if it supports my my reasoning or your reasoning. You know, the truth is the truth. Not in a Rudy Giuliani kind of way where the truth isn't the truth. I don't know how the fuck you got away with that one. Yeah. But, yeah. So, you know, this person I was arguing with is the Donald Trump um, Republican. I feel like they deserve to be um, separated because a Donald Trump Republican is not the same as your average run-of-the-mill, um, I believe you should pick yourself up by your bootstraps Republican. <laughs> the Donald Trump Republican is yeah. way out there to the right. Um, and, yeah, so that's just what happens. Like, you know, we brought forth um, even Dill Spears from Idiotville got involved. And he doesn't normally get involved in Facebook, but he swooped in to try to help. The, there's no shortage of evidence uh, in, in the spirit of the post. There's no shortage of evidence where after, especially, you know, the uh, Stoneman Douglas Parkland shooting in Florida, we said, oh, we should arm the teachers. There's no shortage of discussions where, and I think even since then, Florida has signed a bill just recently allowing the arming of teachers. But now he had to focus on the word all. Well, no one said all the teachers should be armed. So therefore, it's a false argument. I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. You know? <laughs> so I can say is you're a fucking idiot. Like... It got yeah. to a point where, like, every time I, like, take my Facebook notifications and it says so-and-so mentioned you on Facebook, I was like, I don't want to go check. <laughs> I don't yeah, want to go check because it it's not worth the gray hair I'm going to get from doing so. But well, it, was, it was like the one that was mentioned to you earlier where they were, you know, I said, how do we prevent this from happening? And, you know, we shouldn't have these assault rifles. And then I got all this Facebook posts about, well, technically you're wrong about um, what a long rifle is and an assault rifle is, and they wanted to hope they wanted to argue with me about you know the technical aspects of it, and then I'm like, yeah, like brother, like I'm not, I'm not. My, the name know, of the gun. Yeah, my 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 question is, how do we prevent this from happening to in in places and to people that you know this should not be happening at all, you know. And it's like they want to argue with you about such technical aspects. And it's like, all right, I'm done. I don't want to deal with that. Because it's it's uh, it's like a whataboutism at its core. You know, they they deflecting from the real issue by talking about, well, what about your real true intentions? And you're like, no, no, no. no. Right. It's not what about. It, this is about the issue. And you can't deflect from it because you don't have any true solution or answer except for... I got to keep my gun. Right. And and, and I I have found, Mm -hmm. you know, obviously I'm going to use California as a main source because that's where we live. Um, So California gun owners do have to go through a little bit more of a process to own a gun. 
but it's not yeah. restricting the right to own one. And, and one of the arguments I I would always just try to bring up is like, hey, the gun didn't kill somebody. You know, someone had to pull the trigger. You know, blah blah. blah. Yeah. I was like, well, I'm what not saying it, um, it, guns don't kill people. People yeah, kill people. And the point of it is, is I'm not saying anyone who has no right to not have one shouldn't have one. You know, I grew up in rural Pennsylvania. Like, guns were a way of life. This, I mean, you, my family didn't have an unlocked gun cabinet with guns in it, but my grandpa's house did. I mean, any one of us could have just walked up and grabbed a rifle and went out shooting, you know, because, I mean, he kept the key in the lock. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and if that wasn't enough to stop you, it was, it had a glass face to it. So you could just punch it out if you wanted to. Um, so I'm not against people owning guns, and especially in those areas in this country where it's a way of life. You need to have those. It's not even like I want to, it's I have to, but there's so many little things that we've been blocked from being able to do, which changes the entire discussion. And that is, um, the Dickey amendment. Why not overturn the Dickey amendment? So the CDC can actually, um, research gun related deaths and provide some data yeah. for us. Yeah. That doesn't inhibit anyone from owning a gun. That doesn't take away your right. It's just getting research done. Um, why not close the gun show loophole? Why not just make every sale um, with a background check? That doesn't infringe upon your rights. Why? And something that's starting to be done but that's not done completely yet is anyone who's been convicted of domestic violence should not be able to have a gun. Um, California is a huge law mm-hmm. on that. You can't you can't own a gun. And then uh, same thing. I, I think I would go even further with you know throw child abuse in there as well. Um, I don't know why, but I just think it's important. A- anyone who is violent towards other human beings just should not probably possess a firearm. And all these things are reasonable, which could get down on gun ownership and might prevent some of these things from happening. Yes, I get it. If someone's going to want to do harm, they're going to do it. Um, Timothy yeah. McVeigh in yeah. Oklahoma City bombing comes up all the time, but one thing the government did is they tried regulating <laughs> how things are done. Like manure actually got changed on how it was made to make it less flammable to prevent. So, I mean, you can bring up OKC all you want, but at least something was done to prevent it from happening again. Yeah. And yeah. these are things that if you're a law abiding citizen does not prevent you from owning a gun. And I don't give a shit if you have to wait a week to get one, you'll still get your gun as long as you've proven worthy of owning one. That's not so much hard to ask. And stop bringing up Chicago too, please. Yeah. The reason why there's, yeah, that's the what that's the what aboutism when they bring up Chicago. Well, what about Chicago? Illinois, the state of Illinois borders the state of Indiana. Indiana has very lax gun laws, so yes, it's very strict with Chicago. But you can just go across state lines, get it much easier, and just yeah. bring it back. So we should have one universal policy on gun ownership. Well, the the. There are there was a huge report done, uh, I believe, by either Mother Jones or The Intercept. I think it was Mother Jones. Mother Jones did a huge report, and they talked about um, gun ownership in Chicago. Now, Illinois. We'll, say, we'll, we'll start with the mm-hmm. state, and then they focused on, um, on, a, on Illinois as a state on how restrictive, in quotations, um, their gun ownership is uh, are like who can own guns, uh, how many can they own, like who who can't do it, right? Um, because they they do have that there, where it's almost the same as here in California. However, what 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 their report showed was that it was 
the surrounding states that had the most lax, mm-hmm. right? Uh, gun gun laws and how much how how much guns are trafficked into the Absolutely. states, uh, or or the um they always, they even looked at the type of police reports that were coming out where they were saying um you know gun owner A happens to get robbed of fifty pistols that he had <laughs> right and you're like how do you get robbed of fifty pistols in your house if you're supposed to keep them. Nope, he just claimed it as he was, you know, he got broken into and those 50 pistols are gone now. Well, where do you think those 50 pistols went to? Chicago, right? Um, and it's and it's sort of the same argument, I think, that we have to take when we think about um, um, we call so-called terrorist organizations like in Africa or whatever. How do you think those guys get the guns? Right. Somebody supplies them with it, right? And those weapons manufacturers make money. And so that's how the gums move around, you know, that's you know, the, the AK-47s and whatever type of weapons are out there because we allow it to happen because somebody is making money. Dogs of War, isn't that the movie with Nicolas Cage, right? That's probably like your the best thing to think of. But think of that as a small scale Chicago, Illinois, right? And then the surrounding mm-hmm. area, um, you know, type of thing. I don't know. It's crazy. Uh, to think about how we, how even in our own United States of America, we have gun runners. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we do, you know. Uh, California is is very restrictive, but Nevada's not. No. How do you think? How, how do you think people have AR fourteens or AR fifteens yeah. or whatever? You know, because they can get them out of state and they can bring them in, right? Just don't get caught, <laughs> right? <laughs> That's it, plain and simple. And that, that's one thing. Um, but this whole idea, well, you know, you know they had. Uh, you mentioned. You mentioned Nevada, which might as well just, in my mind, just might as well be the state of Las Vegas, um, where they had that. You know, they had that unfortunate shooting a couple of years ago, and what really, really bugged me, and I, one of the few arguments I got into with my father was, yeah, they should just have airport type security at the hotel. Like, fuck that. If you're going in Vegas, you either came off a really long drive or a really long flight. I'm not going to go through all that just to go through airport security when, like, why should I be punished? You know, like, I, yeah. I didn't do it. I'm not, you know, <laughs> you know, why, why yeah. am I being punished because of this guy? Like, and you're going to sit there. I mean, the casino has, you know, Las Vegas, how much police and like armed guards there are in Las Vegas. Already. You still going to pull the whole good guy with the gun argument? Like. Yeah, most of the time, yeah. the guy with the gun has been stopped, and it's you know the FBI came out with some sort of st- statistic on it. Um, most of the time, the guy with the bad guy with the gun is being stopped from an unarmed potential victim. So, and the the two percent of the time, the good guy with the gun um, helped was at a time when like the armed gunman was like either fleeing or out of ammo or reloading. Yeah, well, you know, it's uh, the good guy. Yeah, the good guy with the gun. I mean, well, here's here's a even a better um, example for the that that ninety percent of the time or ninety eight percent of the time is um uh, the Giffords, um, the one the mm-hmm. congresswoman that was shot, Arizona, right? You know, potentially assassinated, right? In Arizona, um, you know, the guys, the people that stopped them were unarmed. They tackled them and held them to the ground. 
they were unarmed, huh? right? So this whole idea of like, oh well, if there's a good guy with the gun there, we would have been there. And 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 um, post the shooting, there were people who identified themselves as um, gun mm-hmm. owners, um, concealed carries. They were there, and they didn't do anything because they were fucking scared. Yeah. They were scared, just like everybody else. So don't don't give me that argument, you know. Or how about this? How about a five-year-old that's a good guy with the gun, right? And and um, and and you know the the incident happened way back in 2012, right? You think the little five-year-old, seven-year-old would have done something? It still breaks mm-hmm. my heart. Like whenever the anniversary comes around, I cry mm-hmm. a little bit. I feel like my a little bit of my soul leaves every time I think about how a little kid went to school. You know, their normal day and and end up getting shot. It's sad. It's sad because uh, um, there was a leak in one of the stories um, and it said that uh, the autopsy of one of the little kids, um, three of his fingers were blown mm-hmm. off, right? And they um, they said the reason why he had three fingers blown off was because he was putting his hand up to block uh-huh. himself. Um, you know, he was cowering down in the, you know, so in the closet. So, you know, that's those, you know, it's kind of sad, but I almost think that we should be so, 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 um, um, out there. I think we need to like push it, um, and show what these wounds and, and what these weapons mm-hmm. do. Right. And show it and show what, show what a little, uh, five, seven year old, five, seven year old looks like when they get shot with an AR 15, you know? So it, it it'll change people's minds. It really would. It really would. Fucking Christchurch had their shit, and all of a sudden, they got all these gun laws. You know, right? <laughs> yes, culture. Yeah, I've reached a sad point with our society. Is um, you you can't sway an opinion anymore. Like, um, something came up. Like a Michael Jackson thing came up. But that new um, yeah. documentary that came out, yeah, and something came. Someone said something. I think it was even Miss Uppy, you know, said something on Facebook, and I just have to say it's a lost cause because I mean, I remember when he died, He's dead. and I I was one of those people that was out of the mind. Like he did too much sketchy shit. I'm not going to honor him, you know, because innocent or not, like he was implicated multiple times. And then there were the types who were just like, but thriller. Like, no, an achievement is not, it, it doesn't, so, I mean, there's nothing that could happen in that documentary that would have swayed a, an opinion that was already made. You either were yeah. like, hey, no, he's a weird-ass freak, you're, you're going to stay there. But if you're like, but Thriller, you're going to be but Thriller 10 years later, you know, after all that time passed. And yeah. I, I, I just think... um in our society, nothing will get the needle will never get moved because people have dug their heels in so far that you know, like you said, that that church shooting that was New Zealand, right? Um, mm-hmm. That would never happen. Well, obviously, that would never happen here because how often does something like that happen here and nothing changes? Um, it's just thoughts and prayers, yeah, so thoughts much. and prayers, yeah. thoughts and prayers. Yeah, but it happens in schools. And you're all about regulating the uterus and. Um, Georgia will possibly throw you in prison if they even believe you miscarried. But yeah, but unless you're, it's, it's weird, weird right? about when you, you. Thoughts and prayers. 
it's 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 now now that you say it that way it's like really it's it's bizarre because we're like you can you can walk into a school and shoot a bunch of kids right and then all the pro-lifers will be like well you really can't walk into a hospital to get a a, a medically the term abortions in a medical term you can't get an abortion because we're pro-life mm-hmm. You, you, you gotta allow them to live And you're like Well what about those little kids That just got shot up You know, allow them to live No we can't do anything about that Thoughts and prayers No um, <laughs> It's like one of my favorite quotes you know, I would say if I So one of my she, favorite quotes Comes from like a sister In the Catholic Church Where she said These people are not pro-life They're just pro-birth Because they want you born But they yeah. don't want you fed They don't want you warm They don't want you yeah. healthy They just want you born Like yeah. If you're that much pro-life, why are all the people signing up for adoptions? Why is there a foster care yeah, system? Yeah. If you're that pro-life, then you should be cared about a child fed and a child clothed. And, you know, what it comes down to is we really just need to be regulating the penis and not the vagina. And, you know, we're probably right. crossing the things right. that we talked about last week that I don't remember, but... Um, yeah, it, it's just all ass backwards. No, I, this whole thing is ass backwards. I'm I'm tweeting it out right now. You're not pro life. You're pro birth. But but I think what 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 we should add to that, and and people should know, is the same thing. If you take those situations again and think about how five year olds were murdered, okay, in a school by a gun. That was not outrage, right? Nobody, nobody in the Senate, nobody in Congress was mad. No state was like, "Oh God, we got to do something about this." But a baby is murdered, and a person's, you know, a, a supposed baby at six weeks is is aborted, you know, a, a medically uh, a, a procedure, and everybody's like, "We got to do mm. something about it." They're banning it, right? What the fuck is the difference? So, you're not pro life, no. and I, I found the quote. And it is. I think in many cases, your morality is deeply lacking if all you want is a child born, but not a child fed, not a child educated, not a child housed. That's not pro-life. That's pro-birth. That came from a Catholic. You're not pro-life. You're pro- yeah. It's true. But but you mentioned the school shootings, and um, look at Sandy Hook. Like, there's people out there who believe to this day that it was a hoax. And it did not happen. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> that's why. That's why um, Jones, Alex Jones, is being right? sued. Yeah, but you know, this type of like, we don't believe these things happened. You know, this this um, hysteria. I I I believe is like a complex that um, we've imposed on ourselves. Um, because of the type of sh- media that we are um, consuming, you know, um, we, we, we've set ourselves up. I'm saying in a sense like we've, right, uh, America that we live in, have set ourselves up to, to believe um, what we hear in the media. And uh, there's a good book called Amusing Ourselves to Death, and it sort of talks about and really lays out how, um, as an, as Americans, and this book was written in the 1980s or 1990s, mm-hmm. I believe, and it really 
sort of foreshadows um, how we consume media. And what's so crazy about it is like when you read it and it was 1980 and we read it now, you're like, holy shit, that's us right now, you know, on, on how we consume these mm-hmm. things. Um, because his thing was he was not anti-TV. He was not anti-media. He was how the information was being sent across those mm. things, right? And how that all of a sudden we took it for truth, right? And that we weren't reading mm. anymore, right? He he wanted people to watch TV. He was a TV watcher himself. He loved sitcoms, the author of the book. He loved mm-hmm. those things. But when it came to news and information, he was like, holy shit, it's going to brainwash us. If it hasn't already, and he foreshadowed it. And this is where we're at right now. We're being brainwashed by, you know, what, what the media says mm-hmm. and, and, and their, their uh, paradigm shifts of how things happened of like um, with, with the, the school shootings. I just, I just don't get it. Again, how can you go and shoot up with a, 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 a whole school for the kids and you got thoughts and prayers and you have a medical procedure and there's no thoughts and prayers, mm-hmm. right? You can ban something on one end because you're so pro-life, but you can't ban another thing because you're not really pro-life. If you're pro-life, you would have banned it. You would ban guns in schools. You would have banned you would have banned guns altogether because you're so pro-life. Death penalty. Um, you would be right. all for universal health care. Think of abortion as a gun. Just 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 swap swap the word out, right? We have guns killing babies. They'd be like, oh, no, we can't. We can't do anything about it. Oh, we have guns killing school children. We can't do anything about it. We have an abortion killing babies. Oh, we can't have that. Yeah. I can't have that. You know? (laughs) Yeah. You know, you bring in the A word. The G word. Gods and guns. Get you. (laughs) But an A word. Abortions and atheists. Get you killed. Literally. (laughs) In Alabama. (laughs) You'll rotten. You'll rotten. You know, one of my favorite uh, studies done was the one that proved that the Bible Belt led the nation in searches for gay porn. (laughs) Yeah, you've seen those articles too, that survey. Yeah, you're like, what the hell is going on down there? Well, we know what's going on. Well, I think the only reason why Alabama has such a hard time with abortion is because I think the only way to repopulate their godforsaken state is. Probably through incest. Yeah. Sorry, I'm like, sorry, not sorry, Alabama. Yeah. You know. Yeah, Alabama's the Alabamans are like, man, our de- our demographic is uh, declining. What do we do? Well, we'll ban abortions. We'll make everybody have you know, babies. There, so there's something state. Of, I'm not sure if you knew about this. There's something the state of California does where um where they uh they have like a banned list where like state money can't fund the travel for someone to cer- like certain states. Like, you know, South Carolina passed that, like, bathroom ban. So then, like, you know, California money can't go to, like, if you're a state agent, you can't use state money to travel to South Carolina, you know, that kind of thing. And I'm sure yeah. that list is ever-expanding. I'm sure Alabama, if it wasn't on the list already, it is going to be now. Same thing with Georgia. And um, I didn't really connect these parallels, but something Mrs. you know, Mrs. Uppy and I talk about frequently is um, – not spending our money in places that 
with politics that we don't agree with. And um, I, I know it's a little hypocritical because I think Ohio has, I think, a very terrible abortion law too, and we're going to go there. Um, yeah. So my love for the Browns is kind of supersede that a little bit. But on the bright side is the state that we're flying into is Pennsylvania, and their governor just came out and yeah. said, I will not – I will veto any law on – this abortion stuff. So I'll, I'll do my best to spend as little money in the state of Ohio as possible, but yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I hear you on that. Um, nobody wants to spend their money in a place that has such abhorrent laws. Hmm. Right. However, but, um, think of a lot of the small businesses that lose out on your money, you know, to thrive that may not have the same politics as the state, but because they live there, hmm. You know, what are you saying to them, you know? Well, it's, what is it uh, saying to us every time we try to have a... It's a double-edged sword, It though. is, but think about how many times you've gone on Twitter sword. and tried to have an intelligent conversation with somebody, and they said, oh, I knew you were from California before I even looked it up. That's happened to me how many times yeah. on Facebook? It, it goes both ways, and I'm sorry. You know, I'm sorry you're guilty by association, but how many times have I been guilty by association? And when someone says, oh, I knew you were from California before, before I even looked, I was like, why? Because I speak in com- complete sentences? Because I make sense? Like, because yeah. I know, like, you know, you just try to interject some humor into it. But, yeah, I feel sorry for those people, but, well, I mean, I don't know. It happens. Who's saying brah? Who's saying brah <laughs> at the end of every sentence that you bring right. up, brah? I'm not a prick. It's <laughs> a female garment. It shouldn't be dude. a dude's nickname. Brah, dude, let's go. Let's go down to the down to the beach and surf, dude. Come on. But I mean, we've driven through some, some places pizza. in Missouri, just like Podunk, Missouri, and you, you would see those signs. Hillary for prison, 2016. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Seriously, like you people believe this shit? Like you don't know how to use the internet to actually. But it goes so much further because you try you know, to prove you, people wrong, but it, you can't even like prove people wrong anymore. It's gone into, oh, you have to find that specific site that they believe. You try to use Snopes. No, I've proven Snopes wrong before. Yeah. You try to use something else. Like, yeah. 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 Again, they, they believe it to be yeah. their own their own f- fact. But you know what's even crazier? Try driving through Coeur d'Alene, Idaho um, from <laughs> Seattle to Montana. Coeur Lane is um, the site of the largest um, white supremacist Ooh. camp in the United States. Yeah, yeah. So, a beautiful, let me tell you, it's a beautiful drive from, from Spokane through Coeur Lane, right into Montana, like uh, we went to Missoula. Beautiful. Absolutely. Even in the winter, it was stunning. It was just awesome. But holy crap, knowing that, you're like, damn, no, I don't want to get off. I don't want to get off the highway if I don't have Right. To. So I, um, yeah. back in 2016, um, we were in Washington, D.C. for the Martin Luther King conference. And it was put on by the AFL-CIO. And back then I was still a smoker. So I was outside the hotel smoking. And I actually met one of the vice presidents of the AFL-CIO. Um, I forget his name now, but he, you know, he was an immigrant. I knew as much about him as I could because I saw him on stage. He's an immigrant. You know, he's not native to the United States. And he was saying how. I know who you're talking about. I know like who you're talking about. or whatever his name is. Is that sound about right? Mm-hmm. He's um, from, um, 
He's from um, Ethiopia mm-hmm. or something. And I got to talk yeah. to him outside because yeah. he was also a smoker. And I said, hey, man, great conference. You guys did a good job. Like, I'm learning so much. And uh, he, But one of the things he shared on stage was how he, on business, had to go to uh, Georgia, flew into Atlanta. But where he had to go was like two hours north of Atlanta. And like about an hour north of Atlanta, he got ran off the road by the locals like saying, Hey, you have no business being here. You know, I was like, what century are we in? Like, we're not past that yet. Mm-hmm. But then I have also heard there are some places in the South that they'd even like acknowledge 4th of July until like the 1900s. You know, <laughs> so. there's, and you know, you know, it's even crazier. There's, there's even some places here in California that are even still like that, that are closer to you. I'm not surprised. Um, Mariposa, yeah, Mariposa, California. Not too far from me. Yeah. Um, outlawed Indians and Mexicans. <laughs> you couldn't be Indian or Mexican in Mariposa, California. Just north of Mariposa is a place called Chinese Camp. No shit. No shit you. That is the actual name of the town it's called Chinese camp, right? <laughs> so that whole area was a hotbed of racism <laughs> from Mariposa to Chinese camp, right? Um, the city in which and, I work and is even still a hotbed for racism. <laughs> <laughs> right? But, but, but what's so crazy about it is like you live in a state full of brown people mm-hmm. and Asians, right? This, right? This, is, this is probably about what you're going to get half and half of. Um, but... If you were to drive through Mariposa uh, or Mariposa through at night and you were brown, you're most likely going to get stopped. That's just how they are. It's crazy. So no matter where you live, you're still going to get it. Right. Even even we have it here. Yeah, go to Yucaipa, California, and they got a huge white supremacy problem there, too. Well, California's not perfect. No, but you know, the thing oh is, we God. never tried to claim we were. But we do do things at work, like tax the rich. We need to tax them even yeah. more. I don't think we're doing enough. <laughs> <laughs> soak them. We got to fucking soak them is what we got to do. You know? We have, we, we're, we're, we have... Hollywood, California, where all these movie stars and Beverly Hills and all these movie stars live, you know, and here we are just barely making it along. I don't I don't feel like we're doing it enough. No, we're still doing better than everywhere else. Soak, soak the rich. Or no, we can do a true, 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 a socialist style, like take the means of production, you know, into the hands of those who actually do it. But stash, socialism is communism. And that's never worked anywhere. Right, except communism never works anywhere except for the United States happens to stick its nose into right. its business. Right, that's the thing. Right, America has its nose into its economic uh, productions of something. When when America ever says it doesn't work there, look at all the fucking uh, sanctions they are just levied against them. You know, and they're they're saying, well, it don't work. Well, if it don't work, then why the fuck do you try so hard? To make sure it doesn't right. work. You well, know? you want to hear something politically that's funny? So the case yeah. over releasing Donald Trump's tax, re- tax returns has fallen into the hands of none other than Judge Merrick Garland. 
No. How's that for karma? Talk about karma. (laughs) Holy crap, man. Turtle face. Oh my goodness. That guy, that guy got fucking hosed, oh. man. He couldn't, he couldn't get into the Supreme Court because uh, it was too close to the election, even though it was a year right and in, in advanced. Holy crap! You know what? That ruling, that ruling is going to be pure political gold and history gold, right? Because of how it's going to play out. That's going to well, be you know the sad part is it's not going to be funny for wrong because I'm sure they're just going to appeal. Then it goes to the Supreme Court where. Obviously, Trump will get his way there, but well, you don't know. You don't know. You think you think people might might get their way. The only thing is that sometimes you have um, that one conservative judge that's like, "No, you're actually kind of wrong on this point," and side on the other end, right? Because he's like a true constitutionalist. We'll see what happens. And you know what's so sad about this? The fucking state always gets the. Um, advantage of going to the supreme court you know what it takes to get to the supreme court it's like a it's like climbing mount mm-hmm. everest times like a hundred <laughs> you know so you gotta get right? through a bunch you of know, dead like, bodies um, and shit to get there yeah like well, who's it west virginia or virginia's governor the one that got um the one that got uh uh convicted of bribery and uh whatnot mm-hmm. right and then all of a sudden his Case fucking jumped all the way to the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court's like, well, no, it's not bribery because it was considered within state business. And it was like, damn, if that hadn't been anybody else. Right. You know what I mean? Joe Schmo, right? He has not been sitting in jail. So it's, uh, it, it goes to the back to the thing. It's not, um, it's not who you know. It's the, do they know you? Yeah. He just happened to know and they knew him. We'll never be there. Not no Joe Schmoes from California. That's we might shame. when we're like Howard Stern famous, maybe. That's the end game, right? Be like I don't Howard know, Stern. I don't want to be that kind of famous. He's not my most famous person in the world. But no, I he's like, like a ninety million dollar year like, contract, though. Would you would you not want that? I want ninety million dollars. Period. How about See, that? See, then we kind of need to be Howard Stern famous. <laughs> yeah, he's we got he's him, okay. We got him on looks, or at least better looking than him. Yeah, but didn't he date like Pamela Anderson or something for a little bit or whatever before he got married to his current Maybe, wife? I don't know. I stopped paying attention after the movie Private Parts came out. Dude, that was like 98 something or 96 like or something. years ago. <laughs> that was a long time ago. Well, I think we are about out of time tonight. I hope you all enjoyed our show. Do you have any parting words, Dash? Yeah, I want to say this really quick. Puppy, get some sleep. I got some last night. I had a compromise. Um, little one woke up at like five, and I said, no, you're not done sleeping yet. She's like, I want to sleep with you, Daddy. <laughs> so I ended up sleeping like in her bed like till eight. So I got to sleep until eight, but it was like the most cramped sleep ever because <laughs> two humans were yeah. not meant to share one yeah. of his beds, but I made it work. So I got a little extra Zs this morning, so thank God for that. But, man, if I could just get to sleep straight until 8 a.m., that would be so awesome. You will. Being less busy would help, too, but that doesn't seem to be in my cards either. But yeah, Vacation's right around the corner. No, summer's coming. Hey, like they said in Game of Thrones, summer is mm. coming. Sure doesn't feel like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not here, not in NorCal, at least. 
But, well, <laughs> thank you all for bearing with us for yet another week, and we look forward to bringing more awesomeness next week. And then until next time, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. senses a little whack and my friends are just as screwy as me i didn't go to boarding schools preppy girls never looked at me why should they